Hello, and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. With me is a special guest, Julia Eisenberg, and of course, I'm Priscilla McKinney, but we're going to cut right to the chase, and we're going to talk with this awesome friend of mine, and we're going to hear about, uh, uh, we're going to go uh, over many, many subject matters, but you're going to love hearing about what Julia has to say about leadership and a very, very interesting experience she had through uh, the whole COVID quarantine. So Julia, <laughs> welcome to Ponderings from the Perch. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. I have no idea why it took this long to get you on the show. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm happy. It's 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 a good fresh start to the new year. So I'm right, right. I love it. Well, Julie and I met through Wire Exec, which for a couple of you who may be remaining out there who don't know what it is, uh, Wire is Women in Research, and it is a free organization. It is always free to join. And it is an amazing network of men and women who are basically out for the good of women in research. And we met through the Wire Exec group, which is such an amazing, amazing experience on a retreat where we really get down and dirty about what's going on um, at some of the firms in market research. And it's such a lovely environment. So Julia, that was such a great place to meet you because we became really close friends really pretty quickly. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't really know what to expect. That was my first experience like that. And it was incredible. I was really nervous about the kind of like emotional bonding uh, open up side of it, but it was so valuable. Um, and it's something I think about and reference a lot in my day to day work, even though it's been some time since we've all been together. I know that's sad. Well, it's such a collaborative <laughs> environment. And you know, I don't know if you remember this, but because it's been now almost two years, but I had an issue going on internally at my work with an employee, and you're such an amazing, you know, leader and, and have such a great team. I just like laid it out for you and you gave me such great advice. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of really the, a great example of why wire exec works and why women in research as an organization works, because we are willing to help each other. And you gave me such great advice. I took it to heart and I, I even, I remember following up with you about it later on, but you know, sometimes we can't see our own stuff. <laughs> well, thank you for telling me that. I feel like those are, I mean, that, that's so much how I feel about you. I feel like I have unloaded a lot of things on you and thought, oh, I wonder what Priscilla would think about this. Um, and that's just exactly the benefit of the organization. So that makes me happy to, <laughs> to hear. I'm glad. Well, I think, you know, so many people as we lead teams are looking to us for answers and we need peers, you know, and we need, we need other um, perspectives and to be able to get that from someone without, um, you, without, you know, giving trade secrets away, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's such a great environment like that because you really can collaborate even with your competitors. And, and I love how we're doing that to move the industry forward. But tell me about how in your leadership, how you're using wire, what, what's been the effect with your, with your group? So um, for me personally, it has been just a really nice place to find my voice. Um, and it's, uh, I think, taken me like uh, through the course of my career some time to really figure out what I have to say and who I am and what I'm bringing to the table and why it really helped me turn up the volume on that. And that in turn has really helped me advocate for my team is predominantly women, not all, but predominantly, um, to say, you know, what, what do you have to say? And what are you bringing to the table? And it's valuable. And people, not only is it valuable, but people want to hear it. And I think um, Wire has given such a consistent format for that, whether you're attending your local 
chapter events, or, you know, you're going to a wire exec or you're, you know, meeting up at a conference event. Um, There are all these nice consistent places to have people saying, what do you have to say? We're interested. We want to know. And I think just giving that platform, giving that forum is really critical. It's been a big part of my development and I feel like it has passed down to my team. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So is anyone on your team taking advantage of the mentorship program? Yes, actually I have someone who was just matched um, and they're thrilled. So they're just at the very beginning of the process, but um, it was a really interesting combination of us kind of, you know, discussing their development, figuring out, um, you know, sort of where they were headed professionally. And um, it wasn't just for me, actually, another uh, person inside of my team said, what about the wire mentorship program? So it, it has been a really nice way for us to supplement and augment all the things that we do internally to support people's development. Um, and we didn't consider anything. I know it's just like top of the list. Like that's such a go-to because I have such confidence in the way that it's structured, the way that it's run. I know so many people who've benefited from the mentorship programs that it just seemed like a no brainer to add that into the mix. Yeah. I think what you and I have in common is we feel this real duty of care to the people that we're leading and they may be with us for the long haul, but they may not be. And, you know, being as responsible as we can with them, you know, in their professional development while they are, you know, in our group, I think is, you know, that is the the mindset and ethos of that group. But I skipped right into talking about wire and how we met. And um, I want to um, really go into a little bit about why I started with that, because in WIRE, we even met up several times just on personal uh, levels with a group of different, you know, uh, uh, women in the group, just a little wind downs. And, yeah. and it was hard going through COVID, but we had people that we could reach out to and say, hey, I'm struggling. Or some of the, the women obviously were struggling with a lot of little kids at home. And, you know, just giving everybody maybe a half an hour space to just unwind a little bit. And we needed that personal connection. But as we did that a few times during COVID, you also had an entirely another level of some stress going on. So I'm going to start now by letting people know Julie Eisenberg is the Senior VP of Insights at 2020. And during COVID, like back in it, you know, right right at the beginning, really, uh, Schlesinger acquired 2020. So tell us about your unique journey through COVID and how you were able to lead even in very strange and, and already stressful circumstances. Yeah. Oh, it was a year last year. That's all, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, no, it was definitely interesting. So I came, um, kind of fresh from Quirks, Brooklyn, you know, back to Denver, kind of back to my team, back to, to, you know, continue doing what we'd set out to do for the year. And then not long after we're locked down. And then April 1st, we learned about the acquisition. So suddenly, um, it wasn't just a, like, you know, in addition to figuring out how to live and work inside a pandemic and quarantine and lockdown, we had this acquisition going on. And, um, you know, to the credit of all of the executive team who had really been you know, shepherding this deal, um, they were so sensitive, first of all, to the major shift um, that it was going to mean for our entire company, because, you know, everybody was working from home and trying to figure out, you know, kids and school and, and all that stuff. They were so incredibly sensitive. And the message we received from day one was business as usual, stay the course, do what you're doing. We're here to support you and we will figure this out. So they left a lot of time to figure out some of the major 
shifts and kind of structural things. And I'll say they really did give us um, a good solid six months to kind of settle in. Um, one of the things that I came back to, well, there are a couple of things that I, that I had to draw upon to help lead myself and my team through this change. Um, you know, I was really lucky as a part of 2020 to have a leadership team and to have um, a leader who really advocated for all of us to continue learning and continue educating ourselves. And I had a chance to take a course on change management. Um, we should go back and see if he's psychic, but this was the year prior. And it was just really nice to carve out a couple of days, you know, go to a business school, take this course. And I still have, you know, the forums and um, a lot of the handouts and a lot of the case studies. And it was just like a really nice uh, chance for me to spend some time on myself. Um, that was also the year that I was able to go to the wire exec retreat and again, spend some time on myself. And uh, a lot of those resources are things I found myself drawing upon as we you know, moved into all the things that happened last year. So it was really important for me to have had those things. And, um, you know, my, my advice to my former self would be, if you're not getting them, make sure you're advocating to get those things because you can't predict the exact situation you're going to be put into. But I did feel like I had a lot of those things lined up to help me cope. And it was a bit of a, like, put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. Like I would have been no good to anyone else without those resources in place. And because I had them, I was able to say to my team, you know, here's what you need to know now. Here's what you need to care about now. The rest of it, let me worry about it. You do what you're doing because on top of everything else we also had, and we're so grateful for this, one of the busiest years we've ever had because so many were moving to digital um, and putting a focus on digital research. So it, um, it surely was not perfect, but I felt really supported. I felt like I'd, um, you know, through a lot of different resources, kind of shored up my professional skill set. And then there's a mental health component to it as well. And that's a place where, I mean, truly, I was so grateful for your outreach and for the people who were continuing to set up, like my instinct is kind of to like, you know, shut it all down and like <laughs> close the doors and just try and figure it out myself. But it's so important to have a group of people to say like, this is hard and I don't know what to do. Or, you know, I'm really down this week. I'm struggling. Like those mental health pieces, I think have been put in such a greater spotlight and that type of support uh, for me goes hand in hand with the professional execution of, of, you know, supporting a team, leading a team. Like, again, you're no good to them if you're not taking care of those things. Um, and that's a work in progress. Like I don't certainly don't have it figured out, but um, you know, we, we made it through the year. We, we came through it. And also in the midst of that, we were building a new brand to house our insights team. Um, so Aspen Finn is the sort of new, smart modern home for our um, strategic consulting practice. And um, that was a labor of love and like, honestly, kind of a relief, uh, kind of a respite to have in 2020. And um, so we, it, we moved through to launching it and, and used all of the tools that were available to us to help cope and, and get through. 
Wow, that is so exciting. So this new brand, you know, and, you know, okay, so I want to back up this minute. So you were advocating for your employees and, you know, advocating, you know, for the industry by, you know, continuing to be involved in WIRE. But tell me about how that advocacy came out for your clients and especially in light of now this new brand. So what, what is the same for your clients? What's new for your clients? What, what, what is that reality? Great question. Um, so a lot is the same. Um, a lot, you know, we're, we're really lucky that as an evolution of 2020 and under the larger umbrella of our parent companies, we have a really nice advantage that we have this support system in place um, to keep things pretty steady from an operational standpoint, logistics, execution. Um, but the reason we made the decision, it was a pretty tough decision to, to put our focus and to create this new brand um, was so that we could offer a lot more focus and industry specific focus to our clients. We've kind of been, and I think this is true for a lot of researchers, you, you take the work as it comes. You kind of like if it's CPG, if it's manufacturing, if it's retail, if it's finance, if it's pharma, you, you, you take it. Um, and, and we're small and, and we do the same, but we realized when we were able to you know, focus on getting our industry expertise up to snuff, it really helped us build deeper relationships with our clients. So we have put a lot of intention around um, sort of clustering industries and you know, simple things like, what's the vocabulary? What's the vernacular? Like, are we up on their trends? Do we, what events are they attending? Like all of those things have been a big part of building this brand even before it launched. Um, so that should feel not necessarily different for our clients, but just a lot more pointed, a lot more focused. Um, we have invested a lot in being able to achieve that type of attention and intention um, to our clients and their specific needs. And then the relationship builds from there and we're able to offer solutions kind of inside this um, this umbrella, this brand that really does just what they need. Right. Well, you and I are great friends with Kristen Luck, um, you know, because we're lucky. <laughs> and uh, she's the uh, strategist at Scale House. But, you know, she had been saying, you know, long before the pandemic and talking about, you know, the, the importance of looking at churn, um, you know, which I think a lot of people weren't necessarily mm -hmm. interested in talking about before COVID. Now they're like, what? What did you say about churn? <laughs> but, you know, the other piece to that is, you know, not letting people go out the back door. But the other side of it is the very positive side that you're talking about, which is go deeper with the yeah. clients that you have and really, you know, do that educational piece to, to educate yourself, um, not waiting for them to basically, you know, inform you. And mm -hmm. I love that because on one hand I see, you know, you guys at the, you know, at industry uh, events, but I love that thought that you just said. And I think a lot of people miss it go to the industry events where your clients are because you there's so much learning there but also few of your competitors do yes. that work and go there it's so true <laughs> it's so true and i feel like i've heard i've been hearing you say that for years and like it kind of it it clicked along the same at the same time that we were realizing a lot of these things about our brand and you know just from a marketing perspective which is you know certainly not my area of expertise, but, but your world, like we really realized how, what a diluted message we were being forced to send out because we were trying to serve everyone. You know, we wanted everybody to know what we did and we wanted everyone to feel like they could see themselves in our collateral and in our marketing. And so, um, 
you know, the decision to kind of like carve this part off has been a relief from that perspective too, because we can, again, we can focus and we can say like, we do these things and we, we really don't do a lot of those things, but we know a great place where you can go to get them. I love that because I, I have been preaching. You're right. That if everybody is your audience, probably nobody is your right. audience. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, with this new name, uh, that this is going to be a, a, a great, bright future. What's something you're looking forward to this year? Besides the fact that we hope that we can get together again for Wire Exec. If we I should. know. Uh, launching this brand is like very exciting. And it's uh, been this sort of roller coaster of like, I am nervous everyone's, you know, we shouldn't do, everyone's going to hate it. I'm excited. I'm confident. And like to get it out to the world is just such a, it's, it's something I'm so proud of and I can't wait to see what comes of it. I feel like it's going to open up a lot of new conversations for us, a lot of new opportunities. Um, and then on a personal note and professional, I want to feel great getting on a plane. I want to feel great you know, taking a client to dinner, I want to feel great, like being face to face with people again, because we've spent so much time working to get these things right. And I, I'm just so thrilled to, to share it and to kind of shout it from the mountaintops and say, like, we're here, we're excited to do this. Uh, there are good things that came from 2020, um, the year, as, as well as 2020, the company. And um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to just see where it goes. It feels like we're on the precipice of just a ton of potential right now. Yeah. One thing I love that, you know, maybe some people might have missed in this conversation is actually uh, the commitment that you guys have had to uh, digital transformation. And that, that it, you know, it, it comes in small little pieces, but it infects the entire organization. And I think you did hit the nail on the head with the fact that in 2020, many people just came face to face with it and had to, had to deal with it. Um, but now as you're moving into this new brand, hopefully it's a much softer and you know, now we want to move into it. And how can we do that meaningfully? <laughs> yes. Well, and I think we've talked a lot about this. Like we really are and always have been method agnostic. Um, you know, when, like, although we have a lot of great digital tools and platforms right at our fingertips because of the technology brand we've come from, we love to be in person and we love to be in facilities and in homes or, you know, kind of recommending a combination of those things. So I'm also excited to kind of get back to not being forced to do one thing or another because of, you know, CDC regulations or, you know, safety issues. Like it, I, it'll be really nice to, to get back out on the road with some of our clients um, who just love that type of research and love that way of engaging with their consumers. And so that would feel like a relief if we can get to a place where that is really just not even a, a thing we have to think about anymore, because we, some of those methods are so important to, to what we do. Right. Okay. Well, I want to add one thing to that. Then you and me at a conference with a glass of wine. Yes. <laughs> done and done. That's my dream. I know. Okay. Yes. I'm planning on it. I'm, I'm just, just going to. On the top. Awesome. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe more than one glass right. of wine. You know what? Who knows? It could be that good. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to put a couple of things in the show notes. First of all, obviously our shout out to Wire and Women in Research and how much that's done for us and how much we want to keep paying it forward there. But I'm going to put a link to your new brand and the website. And also, people, I'm going to put a link to Julia Eisenberg's uh, LinkedIn profile. Please connect with her. And if you have questions about this new brand or what it can do for you, you know, just reach out. And if you have other ideas too about, um, you know, what this means or what, you know, how you could possibly connect or make sense of it, we're also here to answer questions about wire. So make 
it, um, make it a priority to find your tribe and to reach out and you have to have a little bit of vulnerability, right. In order to yes. reach out and make uh, connections with other colleagues. But Julie and I are, are certainly um, people who will make it easier for you. So Julia, thank you so much for getting on Ponderings from the Perch. I so have enjoyed this. Thank you so much. It's great to see you. And uh, yeah, we'll have that glass of wine very soon. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, from all of the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.